Hi, and welcome to... Timing! A no-holds-barred take <laughs> on what's most unnecessarily relevant with your two least favorite nobodies. episode of timing we asked the universe for three very important things ben platt and imax not one of them plus weather in cook county is wonky and timothy chalamet is wonka come manifest with us (laughs) i have been texting with my cousin mary ellen and she's been giving me updates on what she's allowed to disclose that he was also allowed to disclose and certain things that weren't included in the episode but i'm not done with the episode i'm just done with the date yeah. wait so can i ask did he get a rose on the date <laughs> no <What>? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's not good no like he went home like i think he's just going home and what was not on the date like what didn't air which is mm-hmm. totally fine because it's still kosher of like they're doing whatever they want. But she asked him if he wanted to be engaged. And Warwick goes, well, I just met you. I mean, uh, I mean, I think that's a wise answer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then it just oh goes God. goes into the whole diatribe about the actual show. And, oh you know, we could talk about that. Like, well, why wasn't he there? What, what was he doing there anyway? And I, I don't know. I don't care. I think it's brilliant because then there's this phrase that he says during the date and I need to figure out some way to get a an illustration or something of him yawning and it needs to say amusement parks make me tired. He said that on the date? Not on the date, but like on the producer's like interview. How do you think the date went? Amusement parks? Oh, oh, oh. So they went to an amusement they park went, and then they I went assume, to an amu- Okay. Yeah, they went to, I guess you needed context on that one. Because I was like, what a weird thing to say. (laughs) Do you want to be engaged? Well, amusement parks make me tired, so... (laughs) I mean, uh, okay. Shit, that, I mean, no offense, though, that does not bode well if he didn't get a rose on the date. No, I, don't you just go home or do you still stay? Well, the ones I've watched in the past, you like do the activity and then usually you'll like eat dinner together and there's like a rose just like sitting on the table. So have you not gotten to that yet? Well, yeah, he didn't that get that happened. rose. And he didn't yeah. get that rose. No, and she put <sighs> him in his own car. They came together and then she put him in a car at the end. So I think. I think he's going. I think going she just back. kicked him out. I think he's, yeah, I think he's done. Oh my God. I think, I think he, like, did she say, like, done. goodbye? It was great to, like, have you? Like, how did it, like, I end? think so. Yeah, they hugged and he said, I wish you the best of luck, or I wish you all the best. <laughs> okay, he just went home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was so short. Yeah, but also somebody, so they had a lot of fun. I just, who knows whether or not he was feeling it. Yeah. Because he, he didn't do anything chivalrous and that's something that she like immediately noted as well or at least on camera we didn't see him opening doors for her pulling out her chair scooping her ice cream when they were getting dessert because they scooped their ice cream who knows i mean it's an overly produced tv show so they'll do whatever they can but i'm pretty sure he just like wasn't into it because also we have to remember his friends nominated him his friends i I knew that he his friends from college a few girlfriends from college nominate hit not nominated him and he got selected 
Oh my God. Wait. So now that like, let's say he just went home, he still can't talk about anything until the show is over. Is that right? I don't know. I have to ask. I have to ask him that, but oh I'm really, I'm really set on making this t-shirt. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says. You make it. Merch. Yes. Wait, what if this is our first piece of merch? <laughs> <laughs> Your cousin's going to be mean, like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> let's be honest. It's all about timing. It truly is timing. all about timing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my well, God. And speaking of timing, I really wish that I knew that the Emmy nominations, I feel so bad. I, I wish I knew that the Emmy nominations, wow, try and say that five times fast. I wish I knew that they came out. So I'm, I'm finally, like, catching up on all of the nominations. And, I mean, for the most part, I've seen, like, everything. And I'm super happy with all of the nominations, but there are a few where I'm like, what the, what was that TV show? Tonight, like, we're going to find out if SAG goes on strike or not. And if that's the case, then there won't be an Emmy. There won't be an Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't even look at them. I was just kind of like, okay, TikTok. I just keep waiting to hear the announcement. But um, so true. Yeah, we're going to find out. I think by like midnight tonight, if they're striking or not. And I think it's very likely. Now, why is that tonight? Is it, what's the importance of the date? Or is so there the contract? The yes. So their contract originally ended, I want to say June 30th, but in like the days leading up, the producers were like, Hey, give us an extension until July 12th. And so now July 12th is here. I don't think a deal has been made. And so the entire industry continues to <laughs> shut down. Shut down. <laughs> So yeah, there was a very scathing article that came out in Deadline, maybe yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And I want to just read you one of the quotes because I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. But it's pretty nauseating. And then there was a retraction earlier today that was like, no, this doesn't reflect our views. But who's who is the quote attributed to? An anonymous, a studio executive. Okay, so a a studio studio executive. Okay. No, no, no. So this was about like WGA current status and what happens if SAG goes on strike. It says the AMPTP and studios believe that by October, most writers will be running out of money after five months on the picket lines and no work. The end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses, a studio executive told Deadline. Acknowledging the cold as ice approach, several other sources reiterated the statement. One insider called it a cruel but necessary evil. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. People are more pissed than I thought possible. That is nauseating. It, it, it's yeah. completely inhuman. And whoever the exec was, that person's stance as being so self-righteous and above everyone else. It's basically the idea of we'll out we'll outlive this we'll and find more the, people we'll find more exactly people. and the idea of like i wish to god they made what we all make in a day and see how they can live like that just to mm-hmm. see then somebody said and i don't know what the truth is to this because i didn't research beyond just seeing people comment on it if there is no good faith negotiating happening and they are just trying to sit and let people like dry out or whatever i think that is grounds for legal action And they can bring in like an outside source to either mediate or whatever. But they're like that you just told on yourself. So congratulations. And then this afternoon, I think it was someone from the AMPTP was like, oh, no, no, that person's that they're not in this organization. And that doesn't reflect our views. Like we are honestly trying to negotiate. And people are like, yeah, okay." So have fun backtracking on that. Exactly. Where's your PR team? I bet there's writers for the PR team. 
yeah, and they're probably striking too, bitch. Like, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. but then with SAG, I almost feel like then let's just scratch the Emmys. Well, uh, tune in, tune in next time, listeners, to see if we actually care about happens. the Emmys. Oh my god, did you hear that? My yeah, phone what is, is like that? my phone. Is it is, an Amber Alert? It's a tornado warning. Where in Chicago? In Chicago and su- surrounding suburbs. Take shelter now in a basement. All right. I'm literally on the third floor next to tons of windows. So sorry. <laughs> but um, do you need to go into the bathroom? Wait, did I know? Oh, I think we're fine. The, are you sure? I mean, it's I Chicago. So. so like, I don't really think a tornado should hit actual downtown <laughs> Chicago. We're um, tons of rain. Oh, it's the county. So what they do, it's Cook Cook County. Cook County, yeah, yeah. The way that the National Weather Service operates is on a county alert system. I'm looking at the radar right now, and there are some pretty bad areas in Cook County right now, actually. So. And my mom just texted, and like, because I get my text, they like pop up across the top of the screen. They need to, in Glenview, they need to go into the basement. Oh, I think she is. She was just like, tornado warning up here. Well, no, they're just south. They're just south of it. I mean, O'Hare probably just shut down. Oh, that sucks. And then my brother's girlfriend just texted, just got the notification. <laughs> so <laughs> it just like blasted everybody. Oh my God. We'll see yeah, those things. Well. I mean, they're real and that can sometimes yeah. be scary. But then oh, the absolutely. other the other thing I wanted to add about that uh, as well, did I tell you the one time I was driving back from, I was driving down from Cleveland to Columbus and like the middle of the state, it's just flat. There's nothing there. Uh-huh. There's, there's yeah, not yeah. a whole lot there. And I ended up, it was in the evening. I, I could not see. So I, I was going, at first I started off as one of those like angry people at at the other drivers who are going slow and it's like <laughs> no you should still go 70 or depending on what how i feel usually was it I downpouring is that why you can see oh it was downpouring it was horrible oh i was just listening to some podcasts basically on full blast and all of a sudden it just the rain was coming down so hard i knew it wasn't hail because it didn't sound like hail but it was really really heavy and oh I then had to go 30 miles an hour, put on my hazards because I was like, I I can't see. And with semi trucks coming, when you're close to a semi, it makes it even worse because they're picking up all this rain. And then all of a sudden, my um, my Apple Watch goes off with that same alert sound that I heard. Padam, padam, you better seek shelter right now. Padam, padam, the storms are coming down. <laughs> oh my so God. So I ended up, I lucked out because I was a mile away from a rest stop. So oh. I drove right into the rest stop and a bunch of other people were there. I ended up parking in a handicapped spot. Sorry if somebody was handicapped and came in, but there were no spots. So I just, I went in and I had a a little bit of service and everybody else in there was just kind of, most people were standing against the windows, which again, just like you said, not supposed to do. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) They clearly are not from the Midwest because that's like the first thing you learn in school. Yes, rule number one, get away from the windows. And I I ended up going into the, not into the bathroom, but I was standing like in the bathroom entrance because that's where all the cement blocks and things were. And what sucked though, you know, on the radar when you have pink, that's the worst color in terms of thunderstorms. Well, there were two big pink blobs and one had just passed us. 
So that must have been the first one that said, you have a tornado warning in your area until shelter. Kylie was on me. And <laughs> then I think that one passed and where my dot was, you know, where the little blue location dot, dot was. Yeah. Yeah. There was another pink blob oh, that was about Christ. to hit. And I was like, crap. This marketing okay. for Barbie is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Mother Nature on board. Uh, Greta, you need to calm down. Honestly, though, best picture 2024. I'm here for it. They're pulling oh. out all these stocks. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? There was another. What? Barbie was also one of the date themed group dates. So oh. they pull, they even pull out the stops with the Bachelorette. It's everywhere. She's everywhere. Ken's everywhere. I mean, she's the Bachelorette. They're all just Ken's. Well, and that's what they were. That's like the okay. whole thing. They were all okay, different okay. iterations of Ken. And then. They had to sing, not Aqua's Barbie Girl, which really threw me for a loop, but it was girls, Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That they had I'm to read. They got the rights either. Or, but like, I would have assumed the that they couldn't get. Maybe they didn't they get the rights to Aqua. Maybe maybe they maybe couldn't not. Re, they couldn't rewrite Barbie Girl. Huh. So they rewrote lyrics to be like, I yeah. parts make me tired or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, was the, he had a one on one date. He wasn't in the group. So he didn't so, have to do that. I see. Yeah. Everybody else had to do that. He didn't have to do that. And then he just fell asleep. It was all good. And even in the van afterwards, the producer was asking him questions and he just wasn't answering. He fell asleep. I see what Twitter is saying about him. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Mary Ellen said that it is Twitter has lit up with him. This person wrote, this could be the most awkward date in Bachelor Nation history. This person wrote, admit it, you all yawned along with, it's pronounced Warwick. Is that right? Warwick. You don't pronounce the second W. Yeah. This person says, oh, Warwick. Wah, wah. This person says, if she doesn't take him, I will. (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay, good for him. There was this one, this one tweet that Mary Ellen had posted or had had, had reshared or whatever it's called. I'm trying to learn the new Threads lingo as well. Oh, even I'm not I don't, on there yet. Neither am I, but I want to know oh. how to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, tell it's me all about. Ways. It's all about timing. I want to make sure that I'm completely prepared once I walk in. (laughs) But somebody had said something about it looked like he like he lost his fantasy football bat and the the punishment was being on The Bachelorette. Oh, God. And I was I mean, yeah, that's kind of how it is. To be fair, he didn't seek it out. He kind of got like put there. (laughs) He did, but he made it that far. Do you remember the Irish I mean, at least Bachelorette? She thinks he's hot. Yeah, okay. Um, I never watched The Bachelorette. The only, the only, um, dating show I actually ever watched was that gay one that was on Logo, however many years ago, and it was horrible. Let me. I, don't I can't even re- know what that is. Oh, talk about the Irish one. Well, the Irish one was the Notre Dame one. They had something on campus that they had like the media kids doing called the Irish Bachelorette. I had an interview because they like. I filled out an application and I think like Chris Sander helped me do it. So we uh, like had like really crazy responses and then they like sat me oh, down and you interviewed me at, at, you at met school and it was gonna, at school. I didn't yes, know about at school. Okay. Sorry. At yes. school. And they were going to air it on NDTV. Do you remember that, that channel it was so bad. So, they, so bad. I had a, like a first round interview where they like put the camera on me and like, had me like reiterate my answers or whatever. And then I didn't make it past that. But then Chris also wrote a profile for Rob to be a contestant. And some of the things he was saying was like, I enjoy a nice mascara on occasion. Like said all this like (laughs) random shit. 
And then they reached out to Rob and they're like, Hey, we just want to make sure, like, <laughs> did you actually send this in or did like a friend do it for you? And so he like freaked out and was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> but that would have oh, been Rob. so fucking funny. <laughs> Rob, who was getting married this year. I know. Bachelor no more. Good for yeah. him. Congrats to Rob. Nobody. Congrats to Rob. Rob might listen to this. So we don't know. He, he I may. I hope so. And that's such a Chris thing to do. That it is was completely, brilliant. he is brilliant. He's one of those like quietly brilliant people. He truly, his brain is just a force to be reckoned with. And then it's like, he has this, like, he called it old Chris, his like old Chris persona, <laughs> who was like the evil weirdo Chris. But then there was one time where like, there were a few times, he took me to Dylan Stash Bash. Oh um, yeah, I remember that. Okay. And then he, one night I was like, I'm feeling really sad. I think I'm going to go to DPAC and see Anna Karenina. And he was like, I'll go with you. And so we had like a little like date night at DPAC and saw Anna Karenina. And I was like, wait, Chris, like, this is so sweet. Meanwhile, Chris has, he married his high school sweetheart for the listeners. Yes, he had Kirsten, a long time girlfriend. We, mm-hmm. we adore him. I think they have a child now. Like it's. We adore her. Yeah. We adore her. Oh my God. She was so lovely. She'd come for Halloween. I remember that's when I met her. But anyway, yeah, Chris, we had like a friend a friend date and he took me to see a movie and I was like, this is so nice. And shout then, out to friend dates. Shout out to friend dates. Shout out to Chris and Kirsten and their lovely little family. That one time he tried to pull a prank on Dawn and like flipped all her furniture over or something like he, so then he went back to old Chris quite quickly. So. Well, and as we famously know, everybody hates Chris. Oh my God. Famously. <laughs> we need to dedicate an episode just to that. And I just would love to get, yeah. I, we need to get Chris and Rob on the show. Yes. Okay. Like it it's has happening. to happen. It's it has happening. to happen. We will make it happen. Okay. I will fucking Listeners, I will try we to are find manifesting it. it. We are manifesting this. None of you know what we're talking about, but one day well, you haven't will. haven't we referenced, have we not referenced it before? I don't think we have. Okay. We'll put the link in the bio on... I don't even know how to do it. Yeah, link in bio on Insta, or maybe we'll learn how to do threads. It'll get its own episode. Yes, it'll get its own episode. Yeah, I love, we love Chris. Awful transition. Cool. Wait, wait, wait. I have another Chris story. And again, okay, people okay. don't know who Chris is. But <laughs> one night, it was me, Chris, and there's a third person that I can't think of who it was. It may have been Dawn. I was pulling an all-nighter writing a paper. We somehow stumbled upon Kids Bop. Like, we were talking about current Kids Bop. And for the time, this was like 2013, 2014 era Kids Bop. It was Starships by Nicki Minaj. We okay. found the Kids Bop version. And instead of saying we're higher than a motherfucker, it goes, we're kids bopping, we're taking over. And we <laughs> lost our absolute shit. We were in the chem library and it's just the three of us. It's like two in the morning and we were fucking crying. And the other one, the other one that we remember, you know, that Bruno Mars song. And it was today. I don't feel like doing, doing anything. anything. Yes. So there's something about, there's like a line about sex or something in the song. And instead of that, wait, I need to pull up the lyrics. I think it's called. The okay, because I'm song. looking up. I'm looking up the lyrics right now to the Kids Bop Starships. Tomorrow I'll wake up and do some P90X, meet a really nice girl, have some really nice sex. In the Kids Bop version, they say, meet a really nice girl, send a really nice text. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the Starships. Wait, tell, on- tell, what, what, that, what is that really nice text going to say? It's just a dick. It's just a picture of a dick. <laughs> right. 
Backs are this. You want a really nice text? Okay, here's a dick pic. Wait, yeah. listen. Then I got a really nice text at the food hall the other day because I went with my coworker and someone airdropped me a photo of their penis like on a textbook. And I was just like. No. No. Yeah. yeah. airdropped it to you? Yeah. And I met up. So we were in two separate lines getting food. And then I met up with her after. And I was like, I just got the weirdest airdrop. And she goes, oh, yeah, I got it, too. But I ignored it. And I was like, that's what I should have done. But curiosity got the better of me. And I clicked on it. So that's my I'm partially responsible. Oh, I will. I will accept if I am in a restaurant anywhere and I get this is what, what my brothers and I sometimes did at restaurants in New York. If we could get like some stupid amount of people on airdrop and see that they were there we would send them weird memes or weird photos i do that at uh the airport gate when i'm waiting for the plane (laughs) and i will airdrop but it's like an animal making a stupid face like it's it's harmless like right you wouldn't and you wouldn't know where it was coming from either so like it wouldn't be a photo of somebody who's like around them so it's not something necessarily creepy it is a little creepy because you're literally getting into strangers phones or at least sending stuff to strangers but it's well then my face turns red because i'm like laughing so they know it's (laughs) me but i'm sending you like a duck wearing a jacket or you know something fucking dumb and this was not it was not that yeah no jacket either so i'm looking up the lyrics at for starships and yeah it goes stop we're kids bop and we're taken over that is just like you said to the the writers for that get paid handsomely i feel like i should fucking do that i feel like if the entertainment industry goes to shit kids bop will never die there will always be kids there will always be bops like i feel (laughs) like unless do you think the writers will go on strike for i know Songs. Is that scabbing? I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I don't know the answer. Uh, listeners, if that's scabbing, please let us know because I don't know the answer to that. Wait, I'm sorry. Did I just learn a new word? Scabbing. Yeah. I mean, I Ooh. know what it means when you bleed, but yeah. Oh my God. Let me tell you. So yes, you, inform me. Yes, I will. So if you cross a picket line, aka if you like, if there is a strike going and all the union members are on strike and you are maybe not union or maybe you are union and you take that job anyway, it's called scabbing. And I learned recently the meaning behind this. You are on strike because you are trying to bleed these companies out. And if you are a scab, it's because you are kind of like plugging up that hole and working on their project and kind of like ruining the efforts of the strike. So by being a scab, that is what you are doing. Um, ah, not a dental dam, a no, condom. Yeah. No, no. You are. Or, a, or what other things like. A Band-Aid. <laughs> a cork. A diva cup. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, that is scabbing. <laughs> and well, the other thing, too, is that like if you are found to have scabbed during a strike or something, when like the real world opens up again and everything's fine and the deals have been made, people will hold that against you for life. I can imagine. I bet. Like you will never get a job in this business. Like people know who scabbed. Like Ryan Murphy right now. Yeah. Ryan Murphy is scabbing and people are fucking pissed. And I don't think he's going to be banned for life because he's Ryan Murphy, but people are not happy. He is currently shooting this season of American Horror Story and will not shut down. And so people are like, what are you fucking doing? Was it already written? It was already written, but like, I think people are, are everything else is shutting down and people are urging solidarity. And I would imagine That's a lot what of it people. That's it is, solidarity. It's okay. solidarity. And I would imagine a lot of his crew are union members. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's employing non-union and being a scab. So well, even and then if he if was he... employing union, wouldn't the union workers be scabbing? Exactly. So Ugh. it's just all around not good. And people need jobs and people need money. And like, it's just a very tricky situation. But people are not happy because he is a 
is a boss and he should be setting an example or following the example set by all the other bosses. You know what I mean? It's not a good look. And that extension over into SAG, we'll see what happens, you know, in yeah. five hours. I'm just going to keep checking Twitter, but I imagine we'll find out in mm-hmm. a matter of hours. So Well, and now with Twitter, we're going to have to figure out threads. That's oh, what we're coming coming back to. <laughs> yep. Learning new social media platforms. Yes. We are millennials. We don't like change. All or, roads lead threads. All threads make clothes and all clothes lead to our bodies and minds <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where where this is going i just went with it no but um speaking of clothes and a very smooth transition willy wonka wears some really weird clothes and i am not a fan of the trailer for that movie right now so i haven't watched it yet but i've seen that it came out and my opinion mm-hmm. on timmy chalamet is I can't see him as anything other than Timmy Chalamet playing this. Like he is that to me. I cannot buy him as this other character. It is just, here's Timmy in this costume. Here's Timmy in this costume. I think it's just something about him. I can't, I can't spend my disbelief. So it is Timmy Chalamet reading the role of Willy Wonka (laughs) in my mind. Yeah. I'm excited for you to watch the trailer because I think that that's going to parallel what your, or reiterate what your thoughts are on his performance. One thing that really confuses me is pay attention to everyone's accents. They are all over the place. Are we in London? Are we in America somewhere? Where are we? It's almost as if we could have a cat's fiasco where <laughs> it, it gets released a little bit too soon and then has to be sent reworked, uh, reworked out and overdubbed with different accents or something. But Christ. the accents, the accents are all over the place. I think in concept, it's a great idea, but at least from the previews, that's my biggest gripe is what you're saying is it's Timothy Chalamet reading the role of a young Willy Wonka and it's just not cohesive. It doesn't seem at least from the trailer that he is engrossed in the role, that he is transformed into a different character. And as you said that too, I was thinking about he was first brought on to the also, when did this become a Timothy Chalamet podcast? But now it is. No, I Um, love it. Let's dig deep. Thank you. Yeah. For this soapbox. Call me by your name was the first big thing that he jumped onto the scene with. And I will say, that I loved him in that. So I will give him that. He wasn't Timmy in that. He was Elio. Yes. In my mind. And he was moody. Like he, he has that role and that type of character perfected. Everything else that he does, in my opinion, is an adjustment of Elio. And he doesn't metamorphosize. He doesn't change. Even in Dune, I mean, his characters are just, they're moody. So to be able to play this farcical, quirky, a la Gene Wilder and whatever Johnny Depp, but yeah, that, one um, count. that one really doesn't count. So really Gene Wilder. I need something more offbeat, like unless the storyline's supposed to be that this is a moody person. I mean, with Harry Potter, they did a really good job. I'm trying to think of other characters like Dumbledore. Yeah with the newest iterations of Fantastic Beasts. They oh, they have oh. a young Dumbledore. And, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, have you seen any of those? 
I haven't. Uh, but you weren't really a big Harry Potter person, right? I was into the books. I saw all the movies when they came out, but I grew up with it more than I continue to revisit it. That's totally fair. And another book into a movie I want to talk about is uh, Songbird. Uh, oh, yeah. Song of... Snakes and Songbirds? Whatever the fuck it's called. Whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. The Hunger Games movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. The Hunger yes, Games yes, yes, yes. I don't remember what it's called. I didn't read that one. Ballad. A Ballad the of Ballad Songbirds. The Ballad of Snakes and snakes something and Songbirds. like that. Oh, it's fuck, something like on. that. I have to look this up. Okay, okay. Ballad okay. of Songbirds and Snakes. Boom. Done. Okay. That looks good. And also, that I'm ex- does look good. And I'm just excited because there are more new players in like new actors on the scene. I feel like Wonka could have taken that risk and not tried to get a big name. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You know, it's only we'll a trailer. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I saw the trailer for a uh, ballad of songbirds and snakes and was so ready. I haven't even seen the last movie. Like, cause you know, they split the, they split Mockingjay into two and I didn't see the I don't think I saw any of Mockingjay. Shoot. I got to figure out, I have to figure out how to watch those. Cause those are fun. I mean, I love a good fantastical movie. So like with fantastical beasts and where to find them, I really enjoy watching those types of films and I love going to see them in a theater. And actually, oh, that's where you have to see them. You you have to like with Joyride that I saw. <gasps> yes, yeah. I want to know everything. I'm dying to see it. Okay, it is really good. We laughed out loud. It was the perfect length for that style of movie. There were some slow points or slow parts in it, but I just love the not. I don't like to say progressive nature of it, but I just like the idea of four women of Asian heritage headlining and leading leading a movie. And the whole movie is about their heritage. And mm-hmm. I think it's done really well. And I don't want to sound bigoted because I am ignorant of a lot of that culture. It was done so well. And I'm glad that there were, I personally only had ever known of Stephanie Sue from mm-hmm. Ma- Marvelous Miss Maisel. And she's done a lot more stuff. And Ashley park yeah she was in mean girls on broadway yes and among other things i think she's in emily in paris i got to see her actually as (gasps) gretchen Mm -hmm. you did wait who was your um regina Uh, taylor no it was taylor Taylor louderman Mm -hmm. i saw the i got to see the original cast which was i was not impressed okay so (laughs) Wow, this is a complete offshoot. Let it out. Yeah. So, okay, I have to talk about Ashley Park real quick first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So David and I saw Joyride together. David knew she was Korean. And that's a big, I know it's kind of a big spoiler. But within the movie, the premise, you should still see it. Okay, oh, it's I still plan to. really funny that yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. Re- revelation that comes about isn't really something that drives the whole story. The humor is what drives the whole story and like the relationships that these characters have with each other and then how that grows and develops. But one very big thing is that they're in China and Because isn't Ashley Park trying to find her birth mother? Correct. So okay. you at least you at least understand I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So big spoilers. Oh well maybe we should say that in the beginning. Beep boop beep boop beep okay. boop beep boop boop spoiler <laughs> all about the timing. It's better to give a spoiler tell timing. people it's better to tell people about a spoiler after you've already said it, I think. Yeah, I mean whatever. I don't know. 
<laughs> so yeah, so that that's the big spoiler. So that's the big spoiler. And so for him, it was like he was really confused as to why the storyline was going that way because he knew that she wasn't Chinese. And why could From nobody else? Yeah, why could nobody else know that she was not Chinese? Wait, how did uh, he know? Broadway, like he knows that. She, Oh, he, he knows, knows her, the actor. Her, the actor. Yes, oh, Ashley Park, the actor, not her character. Is Korean. Okay. Yes, the actor is Korean. And it, he was really confused as to why would they have a Korean playing this role? Like, she's she's Korean. And then he and then when the big reveal happened, he goes, oh. I but. love <laughs> guess. I love trying to guess the big twist before. Oh, I happens. hate it. Why do you oh, do I that? Oh, I love it. Because oh. I'm usually, like, decent at it. That's not true. It's maybe like 30, 70. Wait, I didn't tell you about <laughs> Prep the Musical. Remember, I was what? waiting to tell you about Prep the Musical. Yes. Okay, so since I am working in the loop, I have tried to see some live theater because we, our office is like right by one of the theaters where Hamilton played. And then it just showed Hades Town like a couple weeks ago. It was only there for like five days. So I was like, I'm going to go to this. So first off, in Hades Town, how familiar are you with that show? Relatively, I know that right now on Broadway, one of the muses, the main muse from Hercules is how I know her, but she's been around for a long time. She oh. is playing the, she is playing, Hades isn't the main character, is it? He is a main character, but not the main character. Who's the old, who who is first played by the old dude? Could it be Hermes? Like the narrator? Maybe. I mean, Hades is like old. Lilius White. She's playing the main person. Hermes. He's like the narrator and he sings in like every single song. Yes, she's playing Hermes. So our Hermes was Nathan Lee Graham, okay. which I had just seen a couple weeks earlier in theater camp, which is coming out, I think, like next weekend. You have to see it. It's fucking hilarious. Ooh, so anyway. See, I need to get I need to get my AMC pass back. I have no money, but I need to get this because there are so many. I We need to talk about so many other movies, too. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway. July is like the month. So anyway, so uh, great, great, great show. I'm looking at my playbill and on the back, I see this and I'm like. I want to see this. Yes. I want to see this. Like, by the way, listeners, she's holding up the back of her playbill that is a bright pink prep with very beautiful person. Um, Wait, hold on. I have another. The tornadoes. The tornadoes are coming. You know what? Well, are you by windows? Are you still by the windows? I haven't moved. Nothing. There's not a drop of rain in sight. At any rate, so I was. It's it's just a little wind. Okay, Miranda Priestley. So prep, the musical, turns out it's just a beautifully designed graphic for prep the drug. It is not a musical after all. Yeah. (laughs) It is just an ad for prep. And I'm sitting there like, when is this coming to town? I cannot fucking wait to get tickets. Like, this is going to be so good. Basically, sign me up for prep. Oh my God. It says, take the stage with a different prep. And I'm like, fuck yes. Opening night. I am there. This looks so camp, like so good. And it's truly just an ad for prep. And on both. So then the week later after Town, I saw Tommy, the who musical yeah. also had prep the musical on the back. And I was just like, fuck me. I, I, they are I, doing such a good marketing job. It's Barbie and are. prep. It's Barbie and prep this summer. Those are the Pajam two. fucking dumb. Like I just, <laughs> God damn it. I want to see this. And now it doesn't exist. So. Wait, so who broke the news to you that it wasn't a musical? Myself. I had to <laughs> really read every inch of this and then was like, where are the dates? Where are the dates? And then it was like, oh, you can scan this QR code and like buy some. Sorry to our listeners. There is no prep the musical, but 
I have two QR codes if you need prep. So, I mean, <laughs> DM us. Like, I can help you safe out. Sex, I'll post it on the Safe Insta. sex, people. Yeah, yeah, safe sex always. So, yeah. So, that was the big letdown that, sadly, there is no musical yet. But maybe that day is coming. I don't know. We can manifest that as well. We're manifesting whatever <laughs> we thought about earlier. We're manifesting that. We're manifesting and this. Well, and I'm going to manifest, which just means that I need to sign up for it. But I'm going to do that AMC A-list because they're... What was the movie that you were saying? Theater Camp. Theater Camp. Okay, so it's what's... It's so fucking funny. Do, okay. did, I, did we not talk about this one yet? We have not talked about Theater Camp yet. Oh my God. It is fantastic. Basically, the premise is in like the Adirondacks, there's like a summer theater camp. It's exactly what you can imagine. It's shot mockumentary style. The camp oh, counselor. No, no, no. no. His, okay, Who? Ben Platt's in it. Okay, but hear me out. It okay. was the funniest thing I've seen this year. It was like a laugh a second. I'm not even exaggerating. We went, we saw it at a film festival, me and my friend. And at like the top of the show, the guy was like, I saw this at Sundance. I was laughing like every minute. We're like, okay, that's a really high endorsement. Like whatever. Okay. It is so like 10 out of 10 fucking hysterical. It is okay. fantastic. I cannot so say you, enough did, things. Did you see it at a film festival? Or I did. in Okay. I saw it at a film festival in like, I want to say late April, early May. And it is now going to be in like a wide release within the next couple of weeks, maybe even okay. this weekend. Well, then I hope that AMC, I know that I'm really pitching AMC, but it's just because that's who I'm used to frequenting because they've got I a great, think... re great rewards program. I would think they would screen it. Because they also do artisan films. They just yeah. aren't always offered at the right time. If I'll be down here, I'll at least be by an IMAX theater. Because speaking of IMAX, Tom Cruise is in a little tiff with Christopher Nolan, but not really with Christopher Nolan, more so with his studio's execs, because his part one of the Mission Impossible, because, you know, this mm -hmm. next Mission Impossible, who knows if it's the last one, but there are two. And I did not know that. <laughs> no, you know, the release date is only 10 days, 10 or 11 days, I think, before Oppenheimer. And Jesus. because Christopher Nolan shot using IMAX cameras, they are giving him preferential treatment. So the Mission Impossible, unless something can be adjusted, Oppenheimer is the only film playing on all IMAX theaters across the country. That's wild. Mm -hmm. I have a hot take. I don't like IMAX. It's just too much to look at, and it makes me dizzy. That is a hot take. Why? Um, <laughs> are you sitting in the right? I need to pour some water on this. It's too. It's too hot. Too are, hot. Are you sitting in the wrong spot? Maybe. I feel like just that all-encompassing giganticness. I don't like it. It just. I feel like my eyes are just going all over the place trying to like see everything, and then I just end up getting motion sickness, and then I'm like, I'm gonna leave. So okay. I don't do IMAX anymore. That is fair. There's something, I, I, I can already see my counter argument. I love that in Rapture, but far enough away where mm. I'm not darting from left to right, up, down. I'm not darting all over the place, sure. but I'm also engrossed enough that it's more of an experience than what the typical screen would provide. That's fair. And sometimes it has to do with the sound because IMAX typically is like is surround sound because oh, these yeah. days not all movies are surround sound anymore. And that's really I don't like that. I like going to a theater when I am fully engrossed in the movie and not just hearing the sound from behind the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that depends on how new the film is and what theater like which which screen in the theater in which it's playing. 
So well, what genre too? Like I would not want to see theater camp and surround sound. You know what I mean? Like I, you I wouldn't care to. Yeah, I wouldn't I, care. I don't that's... need to do that. Yeah, but ben like flat with... coming from all angles, <laughs> I, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I would do a fantastical movie. Mm-hmm. I I love like an disaster. action adventure action adventure you know avatar that's one of those movies where that's how you have to see it Mm -hmm. there's literally no point in seeing it on another screen and yes i'm very partial to titanic i will see it on a big screen no matter what but when that was in imax i was like get me to the nearest imax theater i think that's the last imax i saw was in 2012 I think so. Okay. Did, is I, that what made you sick though? I would. I no, 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 no. Okay. That didn't make me sick. So I must have seen one after that and then walked out. It was not that. I don't recall having any problems with that. Yeah, shit. I'd probably see that. Maybe because I know all the beats and I know what's coming and I don't have to be like, oh, what's that? And like, look right over. <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly where you're looking. Like in three, two, one, the iceberg hits now. You know, like I'm gonna know exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about that one. You know, something Anything new else. and stimulating might. I have a sensitive disposition, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> While we are talking about movies and release dates, yes. I got the news last night. May December is having its big premiere in September at the New York Film Festival. But depending <gasps> on the strike, maybe no one will be there. I don't exactly know. So um I'm toying with the idea. I like texted one of my friends who lives in LA and was like, I would go if you go. Like just fly out and like go check it out. If that doesn't work, because I know everyone is like broke as fuck right now. It is going to hit theaters, I want to say wide November 17th. And it is going to hit Netflix December 1st. Are you in the credits? Yeah, of course I'm in the credits. Okay. Can you find out when it is at the festival? It's the opening night movie. It's like the opening showcase thing. Okay, we're going. I really want to. No, we're going. I really want to. Here's my thought process. If that one doesn't work out and the release isn't until November, I think there's a sneaking chance it could be in the Chicago Film Festival too. That is my hope. Because then I will 100% be there. It's in, oh, funny you say that. Hold on. I'll be right back. (laughs) Chicago International Film Festival, October 11 through 22. And I'm always at it. Oh, Okay, we're going to have to figure some stuff out. Because... Yeah, but off the record, we'll like figure this. We'll do logistics off the record. <laughs> we'll do the logistics off the record because I think it would be amazing for us to go. I think it'd be so much fun. We're manifesting it. It's going to happen. Manifesting. Add it to the yes. manifestation list. And if it doesn't mm. happen the September one, there's odds for the October one. There's odds for the November. Like, it will happen. I just don't know which one yet. And that's okay because I'm going to be seeing this movie probably like 15 times already because everyone's Brilliant. like, will you go with me? Will you go with me? Like, yes, I'm going to have that. And the answer is yes. Memorized. The answer is yes. Like I'm planning on seeing this many, many times. It's just about that time. Bing okay. da da bing dong bing ding ding. It's our my last five. My you... last five. <laughs> and on this episode's our last five, I want to know what were your last five orders from Amazon? Oh, great question. Do I do it by order or by object? Because there are object. some orders that have like okay, object. Object. Most recently I bought, it's called Nutrafol. It's like a hair supplement for like thicker, longer hair. Mm-hmm. I, Luscious I highly recommend it. I'm loving it. Then before that, I bought two wigs. One was a Lady Gaga wig, a la Mary the Night. And one is like a Nikki Six, like punk metal kind of wig. And those, those were, were those were both for karaoke because amazing. one of our themes was glam rock. So I was like, I can either go the Gaga route and do like Mary the Night, or I can do. I think we did something by like White Snake. So I have two wigs, and then I didn't uh, return them, so they are here, and I'm gonna use them in the future. So should that count as three or 
two. Two. Maybe we'll do it by order. So do it by order. order. Do it by order. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That first, first order was the neutral. neutral. Second order, two wigs. Two wigs. Third order. Third order. One of those green like casino visors, also for karaoke because. Okay. So do you I go all out to... for karaoke. I've told you about my karaoke league, right? Yes. Like costumes are encouraged, so mm-hmm. that visor was if, also if for another. Not demanded required completely that theme was guilty pleasure songs our guilty pleasure song was we built the city on rock and roll and i sang the part who counts the money underneath the bar so i had like a stack of money and that green visor uh we nailed incredible. it incredible i'm that sure number three mm-hmm. number four was a film for my polaroid camera because <gasps> i yeah i have a polaroid i bought it I think during COVID and my new year's resolution was to like, take it out more. So now I've got like a whole wall of like yes. kind of wallpapering. We with took, Polaroids. Yes, yes, we, we took, took a selfie. Now I forget, is it an actual Polaroid, the brand, or is it a Fujifilm Instax? It's a Fujifilm Instax. But much um, like Kleenex, it has ex- and Xerox. Yes. It, it, it yes. will forever and always be a Polaroid. And Band-Aid, I believe. Correct. And Band-Aid. And there's so a few, remember? there's a few others. FedEx. There's a few others. There's a name yeah. for that. Eponymous, maybe? Sure. Here we go. What is it called when a brand name becomes genericization? Oh, I thought it started with an E. I found it. It's eponym. E-P-O. Eponymous. Eponymous. Yes. That is eponymous. That's what I fucking said. Oh, you did? (laughs) Oh my God, whatever. So that was number four. Number five. And my favorite purchase was a yellow toaster. It's so cute. (laughs) It is like kind of retro How looking many and it's like just two, but I live Perfect. by myself. So it's okay. That's all we need. It's bright. It's like butter yellow. It's like super retro. It's so fucking cute. And it's in it's my kitchen. It's so you. It is so yes, you. I love it so much. Those were good. Nothing incriminating, but very creative. No, thank you. And no. uh, kind of looks back at the earlier half of this year and was like, when you had money, what did you do with it? Buying wigs and shit, <laughs> you know? I mean, I got to feed myself, hence the toaster. Right. Um, but like the wigs and the, the visor, I don't even know where that thing is. Maybe oh next gosh. episode I'll wear a wig. Wait, so do you not wear, do you not order from Amazon that often? Apparently not. Apparently <laughs> I did it. The last order was from like April. So. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, so, you'll got, you'll have to get me next time then with the next five. I've been thinking about some next five for you and I have a really good one. Okay, don't tell me. You incriminating. <laughs> so for all of our Amazing. friends out there, what do you want to sign off? Manifest whatever we talked about in this. Don't yes. remember what it was, but we're going to manifest it. For the love of God, stay away from windows. Stay away from windows during a hurricane and a tornado and maybe a monsoon. See you next time. Bye.